0: And we'll start with the very first one in Parshas Nitzvahim. Okay, Dach Reishnan. Nikba'ah Parshas Nitzvahim L'sof Hashana. Our Parshas Nitsavim was established at the end of the year. Kamosh HaKosu Zal, as said. Kishriyotsu L'Parnes L'Parnes Asa Osam Matzeva. When the people, and I don't know the context of this, of this Hazal, when the people would go from one leader to the next, a parnes means a leader, a provider, they would make the people stand in a might say like an, an official standing together, like a gathering assembly, as they were passing from one leader to the next. But as I said, I don't know the context. Kamochein, and so likewise, v'choshana yeshan hoga miyucheres, Every year has its own pattern in which through which hashem conducts or guides leads the world but hashana so at the end of the year you have to establish that which was renewed in the previous year I would say to kind of absorb it let's say in order to leave that seder of the previous and go into the next seder of the next year. So the concept of that Temizavim Hayom, which is like, okay, you know, I'm standing up with everything that I've been until now, or you could say you're you're lying down, (laughs) with everything I've been until now, and I'm standing firm with everything that I gained. I'm standing with everything that I gained. Okay, now I'm ready to move on to the next. So as one year passes, and the, the leadership, the midah, the hanhaga, of that year from Hashem, is about to go, we want to take it in. You know, So like, like we stand with it, we're made with it, and now once we've taken that, we can pass into the coming year. So it's a type of transition.
1: And so the harshness has that function, is what you said. Yes,
0: attended savim hayam is the bridge between the past year and the coming year. Just to all come together and stand as a group before Hashem. We take in the previous year and mm-hmm. I guess in its final expression and then get ready for the next. Okay. So that was for its Now we're gonna see Hajashawe. Now we will see a Mimer from Vayela. We'll also do the first one in Parsha's Vayela. Is it all parsha name? Yeah, some Vayela. They're both short. And you put them together, and it's still a fairly short Parsha. Paliya Gedolahi. He says, there is a great wonder here. Yehoshua shir ha Meida me'idah-olah Shamale ru'ah chokhmah. Yeshua bin Nun the Torah testifies upon him that he was filled with the spirit of wisdom and Even before the Torah was given he was special as as it says in the Torah when they were about to go fight Amalek Go and choose men special men to fight the battle with Amalek and who led that battle? Yehoshua ben Nun even earlier on, he was known to be a great and special person, great person in Israel. And at the end, Hashem had to still caution Yoshua Benun and say to him, Be strong, be courageous, very much so, and you shall think and speak in Torah both by day and by night. So, we kind of think that that's not really so necessary to say to a person on his madrega that you have to learn Torah by day and by night. And he's, mm-hmm. he's the per- same person who caused the uh, sun to stand still. A, the, one of the greatest people of his door. V'zehu Mishum Sh'akomi Sh'goro Yoser The greater a person becomes Sora Chizub Ushmira Yaserah they they need more chizuk, more more support, and more watching, more protection. Because who Because a person at that level, if they stray, even the width of a hair, a hair's breadth, yocholhu He can fall into Sha'ol, which is like lashing of uh, the depths. Yehanna. So that's why Yeshua ben Nun, of course he had to, Hashem had to caution him and strengthen him, because the greater you are, the more you need. As at that level, the mistakes are so subtle, and it would be you might say um, almost impossible to avoid error at that level of a hair's breadth. So you need that special Shemira and Hezod from Hashem to really walk on that path, even at the highest heights. The Khain Khasu Bikriasma. Likewise it is written in Shema, Vahya imishaloa tishmu el mitvosai. And if you will listen to my mitzvos, Baharka Mazira then following that it says, Hishamruhem, guard yourselves, hen yftalabem, lest your heart will be persuaded or seduced. Bisartam Ba and you will stray and wors worship Elohima, a foreign god. Kiriusa Bashem Balcem to Zal. The Baal Shem said on this, it brought this brought down in menus for him. Shemiyad Akhareh the Sartem. That immediately after straying is Bah Vabatem, you're worshipping a
2: Bodhisattva.
0: So the Baal Shem's is saying is that if you look at the Pasuk, it looks like it's saying, The Sartem Va Vatem and you will stray and you will worship a foreign God. In other words, First you'll stray, then you'll worship a foreign god. The Baal Shem says, no, that's not what it means. Straying in itself it is, is the beginning, is the Avodah right there. So, Visartem la'abadem. V'chud ha'sa'aira et'sa godol avodah Zorah. That's a powerful statement. By a, by godol v'yisro, by a great person, the slightest stray from that path is equal to Avodah so it gives us some insight into uh... like when they say Shlom was a Avodah Zorah cannot could not possibly be he had, he had some of his wives who did but the idea is that a small a small variance from the path that was expected for him L'fi Madre Gosov is Avodah so for another person, a lesser person, they have to actually be Oved Avodah to, to get to that, but for a greater person, the sartem is Now in terms of us, I think it's a profound lesson because um, the, the idea that straying in and of itself is the problem. It's not only what it's going to lead to, which is another problem, but the fact that we already went from here to there, there's something about that departure, which in and of itself needs to be Looked at not only well right now it's okay but it's going to lead to bad things. We have to look at the right now also and see what happened here. You know, how did I get you know misdirected? How did I get misguided? What what happened to me there? Yes, Andrew.
2: Um, <coughs> especially of strength, I would. <laughs> say,
0: I would. I would imagine that depending on how um, how pious a person is, that could be in the realm of. Action, speech, or thought. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I mean, on a level that you should and then I imagine it might have been a level of just thought.
3: So. Yeah, yeah, I and could I, I could for, see for that.
0: For shlappers like me and some of my cohorts, and, you <laughs> know, if we can just keep our actions in mind. Right, <laughs> that that would be good, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, Rabbi Tursky and Chana Leibovitch used to say that a mistake in judgment. Hmm. Or a great person is an Avera. but I think that's the you idea know, that you're you're touching on there. Mm-hmm. It's not only the action at that level, but just making that mistake that shows there's something wrong,
3: uh-huh. and that's their Avera. It's interesting uh, yeah. that he brings Yeshua. Yeshua's first appearance in Karmesh of, of of Yeshua was at the battle with the Moloch. It was not. Of Yeshua, but not just Yeshua. Was it so? Next, after that. That he got the Bin Noon part of it, right? that it was mentioned. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just,
0: I never noticed that.
3: But the, uh, uh, we can see that, that the, he was the leader of those who went to battle of Malach, A battle, in and of itself, a physical battle. You assume that he's, you know, that he's strong and of big courage, you know, as it's translated. Right. So, uh, so, uh, so then it's coming to this point where he's the leader, it's making a point that now he needs to be warned to be strong and of big courage. Right. It's like the opposite thing where he's not just not just the leader of men in a fight, but the, He's the um, leader of the whole file Israel and he needs to be more careful and he's also the leader of his yikas so think that uh, you know, mm-hmm. reflecting, mm-hmm. you know. can yeah, yeah, come out yeah, of a yeah. battle and it's like you forget all about where he came from and right. all that because he's done such a wonderful job right. in the fight. But when he's when he's when he's leading people they'll start talking about well, look where he came from and uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Very good. Okay, let's take a look at Rosh Hashanah, because next Thursday will be Rosh Hashanah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. I guess we won't have sh- Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, it was around now.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was around yeah. now. <laughs> let's go to page Raish Nun right on time this year. Bottom of the page on the right column. The of Rosh Hashanah, on Arab Rosh Hashanah, l'ifnei Neir Redis Hayam, an Arab Russian Hashanah right before Rosh Hashanah began. Amar Hassid Efan, the Hidushi Harim, said to one of his Hasidim, "Brugoim Hasaffurim Halaluf, in these few moments, in these few seconds, was the very last moments of the year, Efshar od lasake is called still possible to the Misake in the entire previous year. day to Shuva Amitis by of a truthful tshuva, Mitoch Omekhale from the very depths of our heart. So even the final few moments you turned to somebody and said, it can still be Misake in the whole year. I think it's just um, I find it very, very moving. Because you know chuva is a process. And um, it seems to be that, that the process is actually brings a person to a certain point. And it's that point where you hit, you hit the, the icker of that process and there's a change within the human being. So it could take a long, long, long time to get there. But you know, when you're that close, and you reach that change, it really is just a question of of a moment, of a second, the the very end of that process. I don't think this is coming out of nowhere. Like, I didn't do anything the entire previous, but I got one minute left, okay, I'll do Juba. But I think that it has to do with with what came before that, and if, if we get to that point at the end of the year where we're ready to truly make a change, so, okay, you have a few minutes left, that fundamental change can can happen. It can happen.
2: One of the ways I think about this is that, psychologically, uh, we're organized not to detect change. Mm-hmm. Um, we're de- organized to, to detect constants. Um, and uh, and so often we don't believe in change, we don't believe we can change, we don't think life can change. And that affects us, I think, on a very deep level. But when you have that sort of revelation that there's a sort of startling vitality that comes when you believe the change is possible, and you realize that one change can affect everything. That everything is really connected in that way, and one change can affect everything. Right. Um, and that's, that's sort of the mood I, I derive from hearing no. that story. Yeah. I just read this morning, today's the your site of Recurri of Strelis. Mm-hmm. So there's a... Uh, that uh, he was the Rebbe of Yehudah Tzvi of Shred. Mm-hmm. So there's a beautiful story that Yehudah Tzvi asked, uh, he sent a kvittel to the Chose of Lublin, who was, I guess, the Gadol Hador, and said to him, he had, re- he had learned that uh, he that he, he was a sholkhet, uh, Yehudah was a sholkhet, and uh, he had read the Kabbalistically, there was a, a sholkhet shouldn't daven from sort of the conceit of Rosh Hashanah, because there's a certain heavenly palace that a shochet can't enter, something like that. And so he asked <coughs> whether he could be free not to be a shochet. And and Chose said he should. Uh, he could. He, he, could he, should. He, he could change his profession. He could. He could be, yeah. you know, it, it no longer be a shochet. But he thought, well, you know, it's not right that I should not. I should do anything like this without letting my Rebbe know. So he asks his Rebbe, and Rebbe says, no, you can't change, so. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then uh, so you know, some time passed, and he asked him again the same time, the same answer, he couldn't change. And, and uh, so, so finally, some I don't know, I remember how much time had passed, but time had passed, and so the third time he asked him, he says, yes, you can change now. And uh, so, so the the Strelskers explained, he said, you know, he said within, the, within the, the life forms of those animals were these sparks that if, if Yehud's feet hadn't been there to be the show, that they would never have been redeemed. But now they're redeemed, he can move on and fulfill his, his mission and change. So it seems like a simpler spirit uh, in this
0: uh, I guess the Chosen knew that he was going to end up asking his own rabbi, right?
3: <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't deny, the, the value of this moment—it just it, the way this is introduced puzzles me a little. What did what did that gossip need? That he needed to know that you right. needed to change <laughs> at this <laughs> <point>? <laughs> right I I I, I can imagine getting <laughs> <back. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> that.
1: Josh,
3: it's exactly. <laughs> not too
1: late. I'm
3: <laughs>
0: not talking to anybody else uh, here, but yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. I mean not, How that. Meant. Not that I'm, I'm, show, I'm worse right. than everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also read it as is is if we were to like really hop that that every Rosh Hashanah is a new mamashit it's a new thing really from scratch mm-hmm. and at the uh, it's like every year is a lifetime unto itself and there are things mm-hmm. that we uh, might do at the end of our lifetimes, that while we're in the middle of our lifetimes, we might be bucking. Um, and and that, yeah, you know, if I really saw that this is the end of this lifetime um, this year, that, yeah, my doing Shuba now is a little bit more possible, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or, yeah. Very
0: good. Okay, wanna see one? Um on page Reish Nun Gemma. Second paragraph, just about three lines down. Yisab HaRosh Hashanah Yotza Yosef Mi Beis Aswin. say that Yosef HaTzadik was freed from prison. He left prison in Mitzrayim on Rosh Hashanah. That was the day he got out. Lulamaynafka mean it. He says, what difference does that make to us that he got out of Rosh Hashanah? Why do why we need to know that? the day. Matahavahavah, whatever it was, it was. I like that. Right. Matahavahavah. <laughs> Lomar, <laughs> <laughs> it is possible to say, hayisra elis Nikra Yosef. There is an essence of every drew which is called Yosef. Hayotzeis mi Beiso Asurim ba which leaves prison on Rosh Hashanah. What does this mean? Shafilo osam Anashim shehembi bi'ad liba even those people who are dictated to by their own heart, by their own emotions and they're in prison, right? they're in their own personal prison and they can't get free nonetheless you can go free that means to say i'll paraphrase a mimer from the uh, on a similar topic that the past behavior, which normally has a strong influence on a person and on the choices that we're going to make, but on Rosh Hashanah and the leading up to it, we become freed from that past behavior. So our choices, therefore, are real choices. They're clear, clean choices, not influenced by all the baggage that we're carrying into, which we normally are influenced by. It doesn't mean we can't overcome it. But here there's a certain freedom Ki'alken hachodesh hazeh nikra tishrei this is called tishrei milashon shori the word shori means to be set free like shori means mutter in Aramaic Usr mm-hmm. means bound up so tishrei it's the month that we have been set free that we can make true choices and not be dictated to by our mm-hmm. agendas and our passions she'achodesh hazeh matir ho'asurim but it is this month which frees those who are captive, which is which is us. Wow. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So there's one more I wanted to see. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can see two more. These are all very concise. Let's turn the next page there on Rosh Hashanah also. And go to page ration and Dalit. It's the um the last two amount more. Now, you know the tefillah that we say, V'chol ma'amini shahu." You know, we all believe that Hashem is, and it goes through the Aleph phase with different, mm-hmm. you know, attributes. So one of them says, shahu Everyone believes that Hashem is good to all. Ha'tov right here. I just kind of gave it a little introduction. Yeah. That Hashem is good, and He does good mm-hmm. to those who are good, and those who are bad, or who do bad. The Rebbe Rabunim, the the one of the rabbis of the Chidu said, Omar, shot is, La'ilu so Don't learn it that Hashem is good to those who are good and those who are bad, that those are two separate things, but it means to those who sometimes are good and sometimes <laughs> are bad. <laughs> okay, so that's us. So, La'ilu Shalifamim means one person. Who has both aspects of choice and freedom of choice and who can sometimes do good and sometimes do bad. So Hashem is good to us and he brings good to us. It's a great, great shot. Your daughter Miriam knows this b'sha because I taught that this morning in the oh. We can discuss that. Thank you, thank you. Now, one more. Sha'alu Rabenu They asked the Hidusharim. Matam bokim habrios. Why do people cry? I think we learned this last year. When we say in the evening that a person fundamentally comes from the earth and his end is back to the earth, why do they why do they cry? <laughs> to our people created from gold? that we should cry that our end is earth? If, if we started off gold and we ended up earth, that would be something to cry about. But we started off earth and we remain earth. What's to cry about? you're going back to once what you once were. So the Arim answered him and he said, Amna. it's true, Adam no lad may offer that we were born from earth. But we have the ability to raise that earth to the highest level, meaning to become gold. We start off earth and we can become gold. A Torah alchemy. (laughs) And so often, we go against our own hope, our own potential, uh, that which people were riding on, that we're gonna become great, and we go back and we remain earth so indeed the tears have their pro- proper place because we, we didn't take the, the earth and become gold so out of concern for that that's why people cry maybe we're not using our
1: potential as we, as we truly could I heard a variation on this one I won't tell it as, as well but it's a, a pun the a, a question comes the dust and the end of the dust So, like, why bother? (laughs) And and so I said, you know, that when we're able to have a l'chaim in between, Mm -hmm. so it's the pun on l'chaim, means I'm celebrating something, Mm -hmm. and that's l'chaim, that's the life life in between the Afar and the Afar. Very good. There's a famous sermon that's been written about,
0: they call it, what about the Dash? So like you see on a person's name, say, a you know, born 1900 oh. dash yeah. 1980, but that dash represents 80 years. So what about dash? Mm-hmm. That's that. So that was the dash you we were talking about, Lachaim. You make Lachaim create life in between those two times. As well, you just stop, stop and insight. don't make a
3: dash. <laughs> uh,
2: maybe it's an insight too into the uh, uh, into the. Uh, the
0: struggle
1: with Yaakov and the, the,
0: and the Tsar of Asaph, when well, the Medrash says that they, the dust from their struggle rose up uh, by Kiseka. Very Akai. good, very good. Uh, very good. Between what? No? Between Yaakov and Asa when they fought, in, when Yaakov fought the angel of Asa oh, the angel of yes. Asa. so, so mm-hmm. the dust went up to Shammai. So so and maybe out of that struggle with uh, and an overcoming, eh? So we're the Afar up to Very nice, very nice. So if you're going to be
2: Afar, it's all a question of where you're going to where be, you know, where you end up. <laughs> <laughs> Start out of the ground and you end up in the Kisi Akaba. That's like pretty
0: good
1: right,
0: place. Take it up to the to I know. OK, one more. <laughs> right, we'll going to them, going to them good. Wow. I think we also did this last year, too, but it's I think we did that last so good, yeah, it's in my mind. I had the marked, but I thought I had it marked from the Ma'alok class. But maybe I did them both here. I don't know. Okay. This is on the bottom right of Rosh I mentioned this uh, last week in the Mitzvot Sharm On Rosh Hashanah, there is so much awe in the air that one has to even be frightened or in a state of awe, even to speak Devrei Torah. HaRev HaRevun Zatzal Shischa said Sipra, he told the following story Sharo'apa machas es harav HaKadosh Michal Zatzal He once saw a great tzaddik, Ravnota Michal Shalo his bolel alev tu Rosh Hashanah velo biyom alev that he didn't daven Rosh Hashanah night and he didn't dive in Rosh Hashanah today. He's looking at a great Tzaddik, he's not diving. The es that yehudi ha said So the Simcha-bunim of asked the Yid Ha-Kodesh, who was also from P'shishah, what's happening? Why is this great Tzaddik not The Anahu and the Yid ha answered him, she'zehu v'hapachad shalom. It's on account of Ravnatta's not- Rav overwhelming Yerashamai that he can't even open his mouth. So that is a madrega. Some people don't daven for some reasons, and other people don't <laughs> daven for different reasons, right? So this is uh, apparently a kind of not davening, which is a big madrega. Yisabh Apirash is the Rambam Zal. And the Rambam writes, Shalom hayu khorin hallo we don't say halo on Rosh even though it is a because they are days of great submission and pachad and awe before I But I, I,
3: I had the impression when i looked at this before that, yes. that uh, the way you look at the seaboard at to see if somebody's there, you don't see them. That uh, not that not that mean, Simcha had seen not not davering, but he'd seen that he wasn't present in the Sevour. That he was, his pocket was so great that uh, that that he, was, uh, he, he couldn't get up to be with them. But you're saying he was there, but he wasn't seen. Right? He wasn't, yeah, he wasn't davering. appear, because yeah. I could imagine. If I see somebody in the table, then I imagine that they're diving, even just because I can't see right. movement. Right. I guess um, my assumption is that he really noticed yeah. that, that he wasn't